As I was sitting here thinking about what I wanted to share this week, I was reminded of a question a friend asked me a while back. When I was still active on Instagram, I posted a question on my stories asking what topics women wanted to hear more about on the show. One of the questions was, how do you discern if your vocation is right for you? Honestly, when I first saw this question, I wasn't quite sure how to respond. I didn't want to give a cookie cutter answer, nor did I want to respond without thoroughly considering what that answer is. After I spent quite some time really leaning into what this means to me and what this looks like in my own life, there are a few key points that stick out to me. So if you are struggling in this area, whether you are fresh out of college and looking to start your career, or you're shifting careers and want to explore different options, here is my take on how to discern if your vocation is right for you. Everything you desire to be and do is already in you, just waiting to be let out. You have dreams, you have goals, and your passion is desperate to run free. You are a woman, and you can be everything you desire. I'm Elaine Johnston, and I created this podcast and community to walk hand-in-hand with women just like you to help you break away from all the societal stigmas and to give you the tools you need to achieve your dreams. Through the power of meditation and a positive mindset, you can manifest the person God created you to be. After all, she's already inside you just waiting to be let out. It's time to come back home to you. You're listening to The Prodigal Daughter. When it comes to choosing the right career path, there are so many options and most of them seem like good ideas at that. It can be tough trying to find the quote right one for you and it can be daunting trying to think about what you want to do for the rest of your life. As I was writing this episode out, I actually found five criteria that I would suggest everyone follow when trying to discern what the right vocation is for your life. But before we get into those few things, I want to first share what this looks like in my own personal journey in a way to relate what this criteria can look like. So my career path seems pretty unconventional at best. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, but honestly, I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 20. I currently co-own three businesses alongside my husband. I have a seasonal concessionaire business where we sell corn dogs, fried Oreos, smoothies, sweet tea, all that fun stuff that typically runs during baseball season from April through September. I say typically because the minor league just announced that they were canceling baseball this season and won't pick back up until next spring due to COVID-19. With that, I also have an online apparel and boutique store, as well as a podcast production media business. All that to say, I definitely have my toes dipped in different streams of water. The thing is, none of these three business routes are like the other. So how did I get here? When I was a junior in high school, I took a psychology class and instantly fell in love. I fell in love with the idea of how the brain works and why people are the way they are, anywhere from personality traits, mental disorders, the psychology behind consumerism, or just understanding child development. I consumed it all. 
When I was a senior in high school, I vowed to either become a forensic anthropologist who tracked down serial killers and hung out at crime scenes and or a forensic psychologist where I studied patients in mental hospitals. And now I sell corn dogs. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously. So when I intended my first year of college, I took different psychology and anthropology classes. And I was determined that I was going to transfer after my freshman year and go to the University of Tennessee and study at the human body farm. Yes, that is a real thing. And I thought I was going to have the coolest job on the planet. But then things slowly but surely started to shift away from my original plans. Shocker, right? See, the thing is, I realized that the job, I realized what the job was actually going to entail, which is going to be a lot of late nights alone, studying and examining dead bodies all day, filling out a bunch of paperwork and having to become a police officer, then a homicide detective, then actual forensic work. None of that sounded like I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I had always visioned my future as, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Bones, but that's who I aspired to be. But once I realized what it took to be Bones, I was like, nope, not it. That's not for me. And even though I still think that would have been a really sweet gig and very interesting, it just wasn't in the plans for me. However, I still had a huge interest in psychology and understanding people but I felt like God had a different avenue for me to pursue. After constantly going back and forth and advising and trying to figure out what I wanted to study for my minor so I could graduate on time and have all my credits, I hated every single option available. Mostly because most of the options entailed having to take multiple mathematical courses and I'm just not that good at math and I honestly don't care to learn much past what I truly need to know. I once switched my major to a business major and then quickly switched once again after I realized how much accounting snooze fest classes I had to take. I was not about that life. But then an alternative option was presented. There was actually a new minor opportunity, entrepreneurship. I selected it in a heartbeat without actually realizing or really understanding what that meant. Growing up, my dad owned his business, so I had an idea of what it looked like to own your own business, but it was very minuscule in comparison. All I knew was that I didn't have to take any additional math courses, so I immediately signed up for the curriculum, and it was one of the best decisions I'd ever made in college. I absolutely loved the courses and getting to hear from local entrepreneurs and learning the process behind business planning and getting things off the ground and everything else that business entails. During all of this, I was also planning my own wedding and building a house alongside my husband. Not to mention, all in the same year, we were gifted what is now our concessionaire business. Talk about God's timing. When we first took over the corndog stand, we knew that we wanted to introduce new recipes as well as add an entire coffee shop area within the ballpark. And as soon as we got the okay, we started renovating and talking with different companies about products, and it was all a huge learning curve, but we powered straight through it. There were several, and I mean several, <laughs> long sleepless nights 
and crazy, hectic schedules between the business, the wedding, the house, and taking my hardest and longest semester of college. Oh yeah, and we almost, almost bought a food truck and we almost opened a coffee shop outside of the ballpark. But once again, God's timing was different for us. The following year, after our house was ready, after we got married, all of that, we realized that the concessionaire business was only going to get us through this season, but we needed a different avenue to explore in the off season. What started from a love of creativity, design, and fashion, we started a clothing company. Although I was never really introduced to the corporate world, I had worked mostly in retail and past jobs. I loved modeling and putting together different outfits for different brands, and it was so much fun and something that I had missed as we transitioned into concessionaire. So when we started a t-shirt business, once again, I found my love for modeling the different designs as well as co-creating different designs and styles. But being so new in the industry and having to navigate through dropship versus having to have our whole inventory at home and all the other things that go into apparel and home goods, we once again realized that we needed yet another avenue of income. Just a few months after we started this online business, my husband actually stepped away from his full-time pastoral position as we felt God calling us in a completely new and different direction. But because our online apparel business wasn't yet established and we still had to build ourselves up and because Cody was stepping down from his former position, once again, we needed something else to fill in the gaps in other areas outside of the ballpark. I contemplated getting a part-time job to fill in the gaps, but I quickly realized that I had a different, better opportunity come up for me. In the process of looking online for jobs, my friend introduced me to a company that allows you to teach English to Chinese students online. Honestly, I was completely against it at first. The pay was well worth it and definitely what we needed at the time. But y'all, I never, ever wanted to be a teacher. I never had a passion for teaching children, and I certainly didn't want to have to get up at four in the morning to teach online. However, the more I thought about it, the more opportunity the more the opportunity kept coming up for me. Finally, after going back and forth for two weeks, I decided that I was going to try it out. It was only needed for a season, so I figured I could always quit and find something new after a few months. So I used my psychology degree, did the interview process, and within a week, I signed my contract and had my first few classes. As much as teaching children still is not a passion of mine, I realized that there were certain aspects of the job that came natural to me. There were a few strengths that I hadn't really discovered beforehand, and I really learned a lot about what I am capable of. Speaking to, quote, strangers online and coaching them on a skill that they needed to learn. And I also caught a glimpse at what I truly desired for my life. I've said this before, but my three goals in life are to drink good coffee, travel often, and have deep conversations with people around the world. Having to show up for 70-plus baseball games each summer didn't really leave a lot of room for traveling or deep, cons- or deep conversations, although the coffee was and still is one of my favorite coffees to date. 
As cool as it was to work with friends and get to watch free baseball and make money while doing it, it's not exactly fulfilling work. It's not exactly travel and getting to go out and explore the world. It's pretty stationary, and as much as there's freedom outside of the baseball season, there were still a few caveats to working the concession business. That same year, that same friend who told me about teaching online asked me if I would be willing to write show notes for her podcast. Once again, a major opportunity breakthrough came up for me. Not really knowing what I was doing, I began writing intros and picking out quotable content for post-production. After doing this for a few months, another person wanted this service as well that quickly blossomed into something much bigger, Reckless Media. For over a year now, we have been producing podcasts for nearly 15 different podcasts. And honestly, y'all, this is where we found our community. This is where we found our passions and truly began to understand our strengths outside of selling corn dogs, coffee, and even t-shirts. Since our passion lies with traveling and public speaking and meeting different people, having an online business, such as the podcast production side of things, was how we were going to get there. What began with writing show notes for a few extra dollars slowly became what is now our main source of income and what an incredible blessing this business has been for us during COVID-19. Not only was I writing show notes, we were editing audio and creating different forms of media across multiple platforms. I got to, I get to hone my writing skills and the things that I'm passionate about. And my husband gets to focus on what he loves. And the cool thing is that we get to blend these avenues together and create something beautiful for not only ourselves, but for so many other individuals. Did teaching English online to seven-year-old Chinese students teach me anything about podcast production or owning a business? On the surface level, not really. However, giving it a deeper look, it taught me how to share knowledge and share services to strangers online. It was the catalyst to keep me going. Once again, my career path is pretty unconventional. But when I think about my personal career journey and how to discern what vocation is right for you, I actually found there are a few key things that kept coming up in my spirit for me during the past five years. So here are the five pieces of advice that I suggest everyone consider when trying to find their right career path. For starters, number one, you've got to love what you do. The key thing to remember is that you aren't always going to love every aspect of what you do. There are going to be days where you're tired of working on the same thing all day or that you've spent hours through what seems like little progress. And depending on what your tasks are, whether you own your business or not, you won't be passionate about every small detail. But you have to ask yourself, overall, do you enjoy what you do? Do you enjoy the feeling of a job well done? Do you enjoy the feeling of knowing that you helped someone or that you accomplished something that sets you apart? Is the work relaxing or is it like a puzzle where you find all the best clues? Regardless of what the actual job is, regardless of the job description, you have to love it. Sure, you can be successful in monetary gain or influence, but that doesn't mean it created a positive impact on you or someone else. To truly find what the best vocation for you is, 
you need to ensure that there is heart behind it. Number two, lean into your strengths and superpowers. It's important to take time to recognize what your strengths are and what you're good at. Sometimes this looks like trying out different jobs to know what kind of career you would like and what kind of things you find yourself excelling at. By doing this, you inadvertently find things that are not yet strengths and you begin to find areas where you can improve. When you lean into your strengths and what comes natural to you, keyword natural, you also find things that you didn't know you needed to improve on because you never exercised that muscle before. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to find things that come easy to you because there's no growth in that. A lot of times easy is mundane and boring. It's important and necessary to find things that come natural to you. I think it's great to find a challenge in what you're doing and find ways to improve your skill sets. But when doing this, you need to be sure to look for areas where you find joy in strengthening. If there is something that you really don't like to do and don't want to take the time to learn it, this should show you different areas where you need to explore. It's okay if you don't like certain jobs or you don't want to hone certain skills. You can learn anything you want, but you can't learn everything. So lean into your gifts, lean into your strengths and your superpowers, and this will help you get on the right track. Remember when we talked about finding things that you love and enjoy? If you don't enjoy learning a new skill set or you don't enjoy a certain aspect, you don't have to stay in that career. Which brings me to number three. Know that it's okay to shift and pivot and try new things. The biggest lie is that you have to stick with something forever. You have to stick with the company forever. Gone are the days where you slave away for another company for the rest of your life. It's fine if you choose to work somewhere that you absolutely love, whether it's the company itself or your colleagues, and you want to offer your abilities for years and years. That's great if that is you keep doing that. But there is a difference in loving where you're at and not daydreaming or wishing on when you could leave. If something isn't working out for you, it's okay to try something different. It's necessary. It's okay if you went to college and you don't get a job based on what you majored in. It's okay if your career path looks completely different than what you originally thought. In most cases, this happens so frequently, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Life is about learning and adapting. Number four, seek out opportunities. We should always be on the lookout for new opportunities. Even if you thoroughly enjoy your career, it's great to know that there are other options out there. Especially if you're just starting out and haven't yet decided where you want to go, thinking outside of the box can be really helpful. There are so many jobs and opportunities out there that we can constantly gloss over or have no idea that they even exist. Five years ago, I would have never imagined that I'd be taking my passion for writing to help people better serve their podcast audience by writing show notes and excerpts for blog posts and helping people write better copy for their social media posts. There's always opportunity and there's always opportunity to learn. Number five, learn from your past. Every job that we ever have teaches us something for our next job. Every past job prepares us for our future jobs. Every season, every person, Every experience can teach us something. What do selling corn dogs and editing podcasts have in common? Well, on the surface level, absolutely nothing. However, 
When you explore deeper all the things that I learned about owning a business, I learned from my concessionaire business. I learned how to go from a physical product-based business to an online service-based business with all of the knowledge that I learned from past experiences, even outside of working for my own business. I learned what it's like to have to hire employees and buy products and work with other companies. I learned how to perfectly blend smoothies for our own coffee shop from working five months at a smoothie shop when I was in college. I learned how to stage products from our online boutique and how to, and how to style a t-shirt in 10 different ways from my former experiences at different clothing stores. Everything in life is a teachable moment if we decide to explore it. Regardless of where you are currently at with your career path decision-making, know that it's okay if you don't have it all together. It's okay if you switch your major five times. It's okay if you don't use your degree right away in your career path. It's okay if you've been out of school for years and are just now starting your work career. It's okay if your current job is only for a season that takes you to a different job in a week. It's okay if you didn't even go to college. You can still be successful despite whatever career path you choose. So to my friend who asked this question, by sharing my own personal career path and sharing things that I've learned along the way, my hope is that you have more peace about your career path and that you feel confident in finding the right vocation for you. If there's anything that I want to share with you, it's this. Life is a journey and we all have our own journey to live. Enjoy the life lessons and learn to discover you in the process. Life is too short to worry about making mistakes. Those mistakes just might be the breakthrough that you have been searching for. Thanks for joining me this week on The Prodigal Daughter. If you would, please rate and review the show. This helps reach listeners like you who want to chase after their God-given callings and dreams. Also, if you have a girlfriend, sister, or any other woman figure in your life who would benefit from the show, feel free to share this on. The Prodigal Daughter is more than just a podcast. It's also a community where we can continue conversations like this one and link arms with the women around us as we reignite the fire from within. Find the Prodigal Daughter community on Facebook. Of course, you can find all of the details of this week's episode, links to our community, and more in the show notes. You can also visit theprodigaldaughter.com for even more podcast episodes and all of my blog posts. Until next time, go and be great today and every day.